Hi and welcome back to episode 5 of Success Busting, the podcast that goes behind the Insta feed and polished press release to dig out the real story behind our overnight successes. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back to join me for another episode of Success Busting. This week I'm speaking to Veronica Deersley, who runs an illustration company called Veronica Deersley, which you will definitely be familiar with unless you've been hiding under a rock for the past few years. Veronica shares daily inspirational and motivational quotes which cover everything from politics and feminism to just those like oh my god, are you inside my head, thoughts, somehow manages to nail it. So I'm delighted to be speaking to her this week. Just before we get stuck in, I just want to remind you that the doors to the Ecom Growth Hub are open now. We've just updated all of the content. There's over 200 businesses in there learning with us every day how to profitably grow their Ecom store. If that's something that you're interested in, come and join us at ecomgrowthhub.com. And now over to Veronica. Hi Veronica. Hi. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. We were just saying before I, I started recording that it's, it's a crazy heat wave, isn't it? And I'm sat in a dark room with the curtains closed, lights off, sweating my nuts off. So apart, apart from that, I'm I'm amazing. <laughs> How are you? How are you coping with this heat? Yeah, not too bad. I've been sitting in the front of the house, which is quite cool all morning. So I'm getting ready to go out in the garden later on. That's my reward. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I've been absolutely streaming with hay fever as well today. I, oh no. I swear I only got it in the last few years. But today I'm like, oh, I thought it was Corona or something. Oh, no. Was, yeah, I seem to get hay fever me. worse when it rains and stuff. So then it's like, oh, really? I don't know if that's better or worse because... Well, it I, rains I, a lot, so yeah. it's probably <laughs> worse. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for joining me today. It's, oh, thank it's, you for having me. A, no, it's an absolute pleasure to have you um, on the podcast. So I'm going to start where I always start with this. Veronica, are you successful? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it when people say that. I love it. I really thought you were going to be a, well, it depends. It depends who's asking. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, you know what? Obviously, I've listened to this. So I've prepared myself mentally. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of soul searching. <laughs> and I've kind of figured out that actually, like, um, I mean, we've talked about this before. And financially, I don't feel that I'm successful. Um, but I've spent all of my life thinking that that's kind of the only barometer for success. So yeah. I've always been like, no, I'm not successful yet. No, I'm not successful yet. But actually, I've kind of thought we've probably all got our own little little success bingo card. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, that needs to be your next product. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of think actually, like ev- everything else on the bingo card I, is kind of there and um so I, I wouldn't say I've completed success like I'm done but you haven't um, got full house yeah yeah I've got I've got all the lines so I think so what else is on the card then what else what have you ticked off um okay so a lot of a lot of kind of well happiness really I suppose ties into success and and my happiness is based on kind of the freedom to to do my own thing and work for myself and 
the freedom to kind of make changes, um, mm. kind of have little experiments in the business and in life, and kind of just um, like, oh, wow, I suppose this sounds a bit wanky, but follow my heart. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound wanky. It sounds great. Yeah. So, I mean, that was it, really. The reason that I started my business was, um, well, I got pregnant quite young, mm. had my children, and me and my husband were kind of, we're in like London commuter belt where we yeah. live. So I, like a lot of the, the the way that people just live their lives is like the children go to nursery when they're two and you get the train to London at half past seven every morning and get Ooh. back at six o'clock every night. <laughs> and, or, or um, earlier and later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and actually at the time when my children were very little, that's exactly what my husband did. And, and it was kind of like, well, I don't want us both to be doing that like and obviously not to kind of piss on anyone (laughs) anyone's bonfire who is doing that but that was like a conscious decision and it was like okay well I don't know how how financially successful I'll be in a business but it was it was a compromise really it was like okay we'll have less money but I'll be there or one of us can be there and yeah and um, yeah, that so that was kind of the beginning of it. And along the way, there's been all sorts of like I started out in wedding stationery, and um, a lot of my business was on not on the high street. And then it was mm. getting an office, and um, experimenting with that, realizing I hated it and getting rid of it. So I, I guess it's just that that freedom, really, that sense of like I can do these things and I can try these things, and the ones that the things that make me happy can stay, and the things that don't, I'm not kind of like tied to them wedded to yeah yeah amazing so where did the so you started off with wedding stationery what were you doing in the with the commuter thing the the like train what was your like oh, so air quotes normal job before um before I got pregnant I worked for Whitbread um who run like Premier Inn and Beef Eater and all of that yeah and Costa now um and I was a trainer so I used to travel around the country training people to work in like either uh, restaurants that were converting from one brand to another or mm. like newly opening and I, I absolutely loved it like don't get Did me you? wrong I really loved it and it was really like a turning point in my life because it was like yeah. I was so shy before that and I just had to get over it and I mean I, I still consider myself shy but it was like I just had to push myself out of my comfort zone and um I was away from so home all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet, like, that's a pretty, in, not only intense, but, like, far more corporate than I would ever imagine a job that you would do. Well, <laughs> like, where, yeah, like, where did the art stuff, was, were you always, did you always do, like, design at, I don't know, college, uni, that kind of thing? No, so I, I'd left school after my A-levels with the idea that I would kind of work for a bit and then... Um, go back and study again because I was kind of over it by the end of um, Mm. school and then that's when I ended up being pregnant after I'd done the work bit for a while so it never quite ended up happening like that but (laughs) yeah anything for a year off work (laughs) (laughs) so where did so then the the design was just something that was always in you I'm really interested in the how did it go from like wedding stationery to to what you're known for now which is these how how do you put how do you describe your work oh I don't know yeah (laughs) I, I kind of 
uh, well, I, I say like I'm an illustrate illustrator trying to capture like actual real life. Yeah, that's kind of my. I feel line. like that's whenever I see your anyone that's listening to this that thinks they don't know who you are. As soon as they see your style, they'll know exactly who you are. I always, <laughs> whenever I see, well, the first thing I think when you I see you've put something new out is what goes on in that girl's head, <laughs> and then the second thing is like you know exactly who would appreciate it. It's like sending a friend a gif, isn't it? It's like. <laughs> I get you like more than you get yourself. Like I always know exactly who would get it and who it would nail. You do that so well. Where oh, where do you think you. that comes from? Is that just like an understanding of how people think or does it how do you get inspiration for your work? Well, I think it's just like trying to to boil down like what I'm actually experiencing. Like I talk about things that are happening in my life and and things that I already understand but it's just kind of trying to pull out the the bits that are a bit funny or a bit silly or or like I I, I don't think I'm too heavy um except for occasionally when I'm feeling very emo but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just kind of art- trying to articulate like what's going on in my life so sometimes yeah. I'll be like overrun with inspiration and um other times I'll be like oh god I can't I can't deal with this anymore (laughs) so it's it's like that capturing that actual like roller coaster of of everyone I think what you do really well which is really interesting to me from like a marketing point of view is that you speak to that you speak to your audience so well so you manage to um kind of overlap like some serious stuff like politics feminism that kind you know some fairly Mm. um like personal experiences but I guess you know in terms of your stuff about the Tories and that kind of thing yeah (laughs) with um you know with some fairly light fluffy stuff so it's really talking to that that almost that one person isn't it that one person that you know so well and you know because you think that way they also think that way yeah and it's it's kind of like a a fine line because obviously we there are some incredibly universal experiences and then there are some that are like politics and um yeah I mean having children and and stuff like that 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 can be really polarizing so it's kind of finding that that sweet spot where I go deep in things that I feel confident going deep in and and some of it's a bit more sort of surface um Mm. during like the ref the EU referendum I went really hard on politics and I loved it like I absolutely loved it and obviously a lot of my audience loved it and and that's probably the time when my audience grew the most and the most quickly but then obviously because it's so polarizing sorry to interrupt as it as in instagram your instagram audience yeah Yeah. i think i think i started out before the referendum that i I was on like maybe eight thousand or something then and i think i went wow about ten thousand followers within sort of a like a month or so (laughs) so it was like you've got like aren't you on like 100k now yes yeah I am this was a few years ago now though but it was like the first time where I was like (laughs) I'm losing losing track of time (laughs) um yeah time flies when you're having fun it (laughs) was like um yeah it and it was really obviously like that shows how much it can help you grow when you're connecting with people on the right things but also you stand like I didn't have a lot of trolling like I'm very lucky but it was much more 
kind of confrontational than I would like it to be. That's 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 a bit beyond what I want, which is why I kind of pared it back a bit. And I don't, I do talk about politics, but I'm not too deep in it now because I'm just not at a time in my life when I can deal with <laughs> trying yeah. to like defend myself and stuff. So. So yeah, there's there's always quite a lot of thought that goes behind like whether to post things and how how deep I should go on something. I have this conversation with people quite a lot, you know. I remember when I spoke to the Story Studios girls, I was talking to them about it saying I'd look at people with huge followings and be like, oh, like, why, you know, why have they got a massive following? I haven't. And then you'd see them like in a, you know, in a restaurant standing on the table, like (laughs) affecting the light, you know, basically looking like a complete dick, like really putting themselves out there. And you're like, that's why they've done it, because they've worked for it. And I guess it's the same with expression those polarizing views which make you really vulnerable and and can sometimes have that backlash that does pay off doesn't it in depending on what your ter- you you know your definition of payoff and success is yeah yeah and I think it, it's like I wouldn't change it for the world the things I've said but it's like yeah I'm not at a time where I am happy to be posting like really political stuff and and yeah. knowing that every time I go on social media there'll be like a big argument in the comments like so it's like sometimes you 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 can link into something that just speaks to people and it's great and then the moments pass and you have to kind of work out what what you can talk about now like it it, it yeah. really is like an ever-changing thing and depending on like what stage like if you're actually like actively trying to grow your following as well it's like you you might have to take a few more of those risks but mm. when when you're kind of like whatever level you're at if you're happy at the level you're at then it's just like putting out that message that you know speaks to your audience is is kind of the best way to go really yeah and how do you marry like instagram follow we were talking about this uh, like before i started recording like I think it's really one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast. The intre- the interesting thing to me is it's so easy to collect these kind of I'm saying vanity numbers in air quotes because I know that yours is like a legit following and they're <laughs> engaged and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But it's really easy for anyone to kind of or it's easy for us to let me think about the best way to put this. It's easy for us to judge people's success on 100k followers or on you know I've seen you everywhere I've seen you in the press I've seen this I've Mm. seen that you're so successful and I think we do it to everyone don't we all walks of life I remember I remember reading something about a Love Island contestant once and they were saying like what do I do now I can't get a job in Tesco like what do I do and it's that it's that perception isn't it and how how do you marry that perception with you know making sure that commercially you're successful as well and that you're selling stuff it's not just about giving value yeah I mean I think that's really interesting because as I say when I was at like 20k or something I remember thinking God, imagine if I got to fifty thousand. Like, it must be so easy just to sell things when you have fifty thousand yeah. followers. Yeah. And actually, like, my business has grown, but actually, it's it seems to be kind of disconnected from from the numbers. Like, it's it's that core group of like engaged like 
audience or your mm. your top fans that are going to be the ones that are bu- that buy from you and um yeah we've i mean we've had this conversation before like the 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 big numbers of followers has not at all kind of connected to like huge financial windfall for me which it's i'm crazy, very sad about but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, most unfair <laughs> but yeah there's, there's that kind of idea like if you'd asked me like oh well how much money do you think you'll be making when you when you have a hundred thousand followers then I would have yeah. absolutely like grossly overestimated because I, I yeah, pretty much yeah. make the same amount of money now as I did before but then, but then I guess that's a personal decision as well isn't it because you could go down the route I mean I guess it's it would be a bit tricky with your brand but you could go down the route of like sponsorship and brand partnership couldn't you yes um yeah and again that's like something I I have always kind of been open to but it's um because I'm selling my own products I want it to be like really authentic Mm. so and and it's I don't know like some people seem to have some brilliant partnerships and and um like sponsorships and getting sent on holidays and stuff like that which I think would be incredibly authentic <laughs> for me <laughs> but it actually, really really fits <laughs> the brand. yeah I love holidays <laughs> but a lot of the opportunities that come that come into my inbox are like things that I I wouldn't be able to use even if like for example um I was talking to like a menstrual products brand recently um and it was like if you want to pay me to do some drawings for you then that's absolutely brilliant but it was it was more of like uh no we want you to kind of push traffic our way like with your own code and stuff like that and I was like I don't have periods so (laughs) there's there's such like a limited like that just wouldn't be right I don't think like like as much as I can be like this is a great idea like I really support this brand I feel like I couldn't like legitimately be pushing it to my followers enough for it to be like a good connection so it's like which I guess I guess ties into the like wanky following your heart thing doesn't it because there's plenty of people you said it wasn't wanky Amanda (laughs) hang on I was doing like I said it in I said it in italics I was like wanky (laughs) um you know they're like there's a lot of people with 100k followers that that would do that they would promote it and they just go like yeah that's fine I'll just put it on and 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 that doesn't feel right to you so I guess doing the right thing isn't isn't a get rich quick scheme is it but maybe it's a feel good quick scheme yeah 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 I I did that I think it's yeah it's like a a mixture where because I'm selling my own products it's really important for me that my audience kind of feel like I'm being honest and and like that like they really kind of know me a bit like not that I'm just there to be like selling like making a quick buck on an Instagram post and they're your value aren't they they're your value and you you have to respect them you have to respect when you see people that just hammer their audience with sponsored products it's like they have zero engagement probably not great sales yeah yeah so it's 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 kind of been a conscious decision not to not do any because I have done a few and I would I would do there's there's not like a limit on what I would do but as long as it is kind of real I think it's really important it's always been really important to me that the Veronica Dilly brand is 
is like a realistic thing like and that's yeah. not to say that I want to share every part of my life like I, I struggle with kind of being vulnerable um, and putting myself out there but I want what I do put out there to be real and to be about yeah. me yeah uh, how, so how do you how do you marry that up then because you do you do put a lot out there don't you but not it's not about your life is it I guess you kind of share a lot of your inner thoughts like quirky thoughts and stuff with people so I suppose it's how do you marry that up with not not leaving yourself too vulnerable but just sharing enough I think it it it's really dependent on like what's going on in my life and um Mm. I think that the times when I am the most motivated to be creating and putting content out into the world are the times when I'm kind of feeling okay so I will talk about things that have been really difficult but actually like at times when I do feel really vulnerable I'm very I have very little motivation to kind of to put that out into the world beyond Mm. a bit beyond kind of a caption being like oh can't really deal with today (laughs) so it 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 kind of just happens naturally I think as like a creative person um I have these real ups and like really really down downs um and if mm. if somebody was kind of analyzing my Instagram like how often I'm posting and the kind of things I'm posting you'd probably see like a real connection between when I feel good and when I'm not feeling good and it 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 kind of just feel what acts as like a a filter I guess my brain does anyway so <laughs> yeah. so it kind of it's like a self-preservation thing I think and I guess sometimes having that um you know on we, we all have down days don't we to some extent I know you know some people are obviously much worse than others um but I guess having that outlook can sometimes be the savior can't it not every day and I know if you I I had um some really awful awful periods of depression where I just couldn't even I could barely open my phone you know I certainly couldn't look on social media I was so anxious about what people were saying and stuff but I think when you're depending on how you're feeling, this is so complex, isn't it? There's so many layers, but depending on how you're feeling, it can be a great outlet for kind of, it's almost like people watching, isn't it? Like putting something out there, but not having to um, put all of you out there, kind of not having to actually see people. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's kind of like, I know that like there are lots of people in my audience who would connect with me, like on a very like sort of, like intimate level not yeah. not intimate like that yeah but, no, um, I, know you mean. I know that actually like I have been out I have put stuff out there before before and said I'm really struggling and I got lots of support back but it's actually it's nice to just be able to put out kind of supportive messages for other people and mm. kind of appreciate the um the kind of the the vibe that's going around um and I'm yeah. kind of lucky like I also like one after I had my son was probably like the most difficult time of my entire life and I am so glad that I did not have have like I think this was probably before Instagram so (laughs) but I'm so glad that I didn't have that to kind of worry about um 
like on top of everything else but at the same time I can really see like the value in in how it does connect you with people that feel the same and people that are going through the same experiences and it can be really valuable um and it's just kind of taking what you need from it and putting out what you can put out and and not not kind of getting too stuck into it otherwise yeah yeah and this is the whole thing isn't it about like success and this whole should thing you know I should be doing this I should be and you're in the hub and you sit all the time I should be doing this or should I be doing this should I be doing that it's like what works for you right now like why do you why do you even want to use marketing tools is it to grow your sales through the roof is it just to automate stuff is it to take the pressure off you from posting every day you know mm. and it's the whole should thing isn't it like I can imagine that maybe, you know, if a, a woman's suffering from like postnatal depression or even not, even just in that, oh my God, someone's just given me a baby and now I have to keep it alive and I'm yeah. at home and like <laughs> my body's wrecked and stuff. <laughs> like even not participating as such in Instagram, but being able to see other people's content and advice and stuff, I guess I guess it serves a purpose on on that level, doesn't it? Even if you're not participating as in posting every gory detail of your birth yeah and I think that it I I was on like those forums at the time like um the baby forums yeah and I remember one day um I think somebody spilt like a drink on my laptop and it was before you even had like the internet on your phone and I remember saying to my husband (laughs) I have to go and get another laptop today I cannot not be (laughs) connected to these people um and it and I suppose like I, I, I'm saying I'm glad that I didn't have Instagram then but actually like I needed that at the time so it's just like yeah things, that it wasn't available then so yeah, yeah yeah my god yeah I've looked on some of those forums they're crazy oh my goodness yeah those, those women are mad <laughs> you have to hit the sweet spot and find the right one but yeah it was like that <laughs> I looked on the big one and I was like, no, can't cope with this. No, can't cope not. with it. Oh my God, <laughs> crazy. So what else is on the, the, the success bingo card? So we've ticked off um, happiness following your heart. I guess family's one, having family and... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think when I left school, we did like a yearbook and it was like, what do you want? And by that time... I was so over like ambition and education that I was like I just want to get married and have some children and (laughs) um, I I mean I'm lucky in that like I well I'm obviously lucky in lots of different ways like I'm very privileged but um, me and my husband hadn't been together very long and and accidentally got pregnant the first time and it was pure luck that we kind of were compatible and and everything's turned out well and and so like I feel incredibly grateful and I think I've said to you before like my children are very close together um and I think a lot of that was tied I was as I said after I had my son was like the worst time of my life I was so miserable after your first son yeah my first child yeah he I was so miserable like I've never been so miserable in my life um and it was like 
I had I still had the idea in my head that I wanted to have more children and I felt like I, I was like at the bottom of like a, a valley and I was like okay well I might as well just do it now because it can't get any worse <laughs> I, re- I was gonna say like they're so close together yeah. I couldn't work out the logic there but yeah okay. it was like okay. a decision born of like incredibly incredibly dark depression yeah Um, just get it get it all over and done with and then yeah yeah and like looking back obviously it's it's kind of like mad that that my husband went along (laughs) along with that idea of mine but I'm very glad I'm very glad it turned out how it did but yeah I think it's all just been been very lucky really in that way um to to kind of meet I, I met him in a nightclub despite being like the least nightclub sort of person in the world yeah, I can't imagine you in a club <laughs> I just got dragged like, out what one night here then yeah I got dragged out one night bumped into Craig nine months later we were pregnant and uh... wow. <laughs> and it's wow. just been like it, it's... isn't it mad though how life turns out how you just like you know on, a, on yeah. a huge scale like that with kids and stuff and on a tiny scale from you know just I don't know making a decision about what you're going to do that day and then you bump into a friend that you haven't seen for years or something it's crazy isn't it how yeah. the universe has it all planned out for us yeah I'm a big believer in that actually like yeah even, even the worst kind of things like I say like the the depression having like if I'd been if I hadn't been depressed then I might have made different decisions mm. and things might I mean things might have turned out I might be a millionaire by now but actually <laughs> like I'm really happy with how things are at the moment so I wouldn't want to kind of go back and like like change anything it's like that butterfly effect yeah. isn't it <laughs> yeah totally totally is and I still maintain you know there there is it's like um sliding doors yeah. isn't it there's a you in a in a parallel universe that has like cashed out on the audience and yeah. <laughs> cashed out on like licensing deals and everything that's out there that that's got you know is a lot more sort of financially successful but does that does that keep all the rest of it in check in terms of the following your heart and it doesn't does it no. if you if you have to tick it all to be successful as a whole then just thinking money's going to buy you happiness it just doesn't does it no and I I've, I'm kind of obviously this might sound like I'm trying to <laughs> make myself sound uh like I don't want money but, but actually obviously I do like financial success is still very much like uh the, the the kind of last puzzle piece yeah but actually like I kind of think that it's it's good that I've got everything else done without it like it, it's shown me if I can achieve x y and z whilst still kind of struggling financially then imagine like how how much better it's going to be when I'm not struggling financially like totally. it's it's kind of like that that upward trajectory like just kind yeah. of taking taking things step by step and yeah I, I'm I can't say that I I'm not I don't wish that I had already achieved financial success but actually yeah it's like look at all the other things I've done just kind of yeah, and incredible. finally recognizing that they count as success is is only gonna make it make make it easier for me to be like okay well I've done all of this so and I guess that's part of realizing you know like you said at the beginning of the show having that soul searching of okay what is am I successful like what is success to me and and maybe realizing 
that you are when you've previously been kind of measuring it against other people's barometers, which is also something that's come up a lot in previous episodes where, well, it depends who's asking, it depends who's judging. It's mm. like, you're judging, like it's you, yeah. that, it's only you that matters. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's that's quite tricky because I'm like one of those people who really cares what other people think yeah, a lot same. more than I possibly should <laughs> or yeah. definitely a lot more than I should like but it's kind of uh, I guess that's like ingrained in me it's not it's not going to disappear but so I think it's, it's such a female thing as well isn't it I think it's such you know the world's set up that way isn't it for us to compete yeah. against each other and care what we think yeah so it's 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 a really big step to be kind of switching it and judging success based on how you feel rather than how people see you yeah yeah definitely but so important yeah I think you know you're a huge success in my eyes I think when I remember the day that you joined the hub I was like oh my god oh my god look who joined the hub (laughs) generally yours are like the the um I like the the sort of sharers online that I'm just always sending people tagging people in they always speak even when they're not speaking directly to me as I said earlier I always know someone that will be like oh either I guess either like oh god that makes me feel better today or yes this is exactly how I feel or you know they're real I guess they're really emotive aren't they whether it's good or bad or kind of rallying during elections and stuff yeah yeah I love it I love it we'll (laughs) keep up the good work thank you so much for joining me today um where can everyone find you what's the best place for them to come to uh the best place would be Instagram I am at Veronica Dearly and you can find everything else about me through that (laughs) I will link that in the show notes as well thank you so much for joining me today and unpicking your version of success and I'm so (laughs) happy to hear you say yes I'm so oh, happy to hear that. Well, I really have a lot to do with it. So, ah, <laughs> oh, don't say that. I'm blushing now. It's not, it's not because of what you said. It's because I'm sat in a dark room and it's it's 50 degrees outside. Thanks, Veronica. Have a brilliant day. Thank you, and you. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. Well, that was fun. Thanks so much for joining me, Veronica. That was a great chat. It's such a complex subject, isn't it? It's fascinating to discuss with different people what their idea of success is and how that works its way into their life. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you find yours and also leave me a review. It really helps other people to find us too. Thanks for joining me. See you next week. (laughs) 